a podcast which has everything to do with words. I'm your host Sar Singh Bisht and today's episode is part 3 of the clash of the series. Last time we judged the books in logic, consistency and believability in their plots. Today we are going to judge them in one final round and declare a winner once and for all. Just kidding. It's just my opinion but it's not a bad one so listen. Let's start. So today's criteria is logic consistency and believability in characters i think this round is going to be the most fun fantasy has all sorts of awesome dangerous enigmatic weird characters like dragons more people werewolves flying cloaks flying pigs flying horses flying cats that turn into strict librarians and the most weird of all a flying mouse dressed in armor and carrying a sword the size of a toothpick Well, that's not a real character like it's half real, but whatever. Yeah. So, fantasy worlds have lots of strange people, animal and things living in them, but no matter how high they can fly, they must be believable and behave in a logical or illogical way. If you see how most people behave. But let's begin with the books and their characters. Let's begin with Harry Potter first. So, the main 3, Harry, Hermione and Ron. We discussed about them in the last episode and I deemed them totally normal humans. They're unpredictable like all humans are, well, except in some cases. We all know that Harry will usually be saying um and stare blankly. Ron will just say bloody hell and look confused and Hermione will look exasperated and try to explain whatever it is to the two blundering fools in front of her. But other than these main personality traits that they have and which they exhibit in about every second chapter most of the moves are unpredictable like normal human beings ron is happy for harry's wins one minute but turns into a spiteful blood seeking half human the minute harry gets selected into a competition for older wizards then we never know what harry is going to do during a battle but somehow always manages to turn it in his favor either by luck or expelliarmus Out of the three, I would say that Hermione is the most predictable one, and we all know that she will be the one to get them out of a sticky situation whenever they are stuck. Then there are the teachers, who behave like normal teachers, except the occasional abnormal one who is smoting Voldemort's head on the other side of his head. But then we have that one teacher who wears his pants too high, gives Ds to the whole class even though that project was correct, and laughs too much. Okay, moving on. There is the main antagonist, Voldemort. even though Umbridge is much worse he is um well he's like all villains has a grudge against the hero of the book wants to kill them looks stronger but eventually dies and turns to smoke because villains are always smoke and don't have a normal body now there are a lot of magical beings and beasts in the wizarding world but it will take a long time to discuss them all so first the magical beings in the wizarding universe are split into three divisions being beast and spirit and i'm not going to go further in that because it gets really boring let's discuss the mains so i'm going to start with the most cheerful and fun ones the dementors they behave quite consistently going from one person to another sucking out their souls quite a fun job i'm sure a dementor's resume would be quite fun to read then there are the werewolves who go around eating people or they just try to kill their best friend 
and his other best friend's son, and his other best friend's son's friends, and his high school enemy who is also a potions professor with a horrible fashion sense, and a rat who for some reason is a fingerless man with whiskers. And last, and I have to say this maybe the least, in terms of self-confidence, not magical power, they are the elves, who are basically very ugly doll-like robots. Each of them slaves away for one family their whole life, hit themselves with lampos if they say something bad about their family, cry when they get free from their slavery, except the occasional weird one who actually likes being free. Just imagine the nerve of him. They also wear a disgusting pillowcase and die happy if they spend their life as a slave. Cool! Yeah, they are creepy. In a very weird way. There are a lot of other magical beings, some that are found in many books like ghosts, fairies and dragons, and some weird and uncommon like Dementors, Acromantulas, Kelpies, Grindylows, and certain defense against the dark arts professors. And that's all for HP. Now let's go on to Narnia. We'll start with the main characters first like we did for HP. There are four, Peter, Susan, Edmund, and Lucy. Even though they are considered the protagonists of the books, they are not prominent characters in all of them. There are being different protagonists for each book. But we'll still talk about them first because they are considered to be the main guys. At the starting, they are your typical 1900s uniform-loving British school kids. Peter is your mature oldest child who takes care of his siblings and gets into random fights at school. He just seems to be that type of guy. Susan is the mother of the group, you know, the bossy one who always criticizes everyone and everything and is skeptical of the outdoors. Then there's Edmund who is the moody one. I think he feels like he's being overshadowed by his older siblings and is loved less than the younger one. He's the cliche middle child which is depicted in lots of books. And if you're wondering, Ron is that kid in HP. Then there's Lucy who I think is another character that we find in a lot of books. The sweet kind person who believes that there is a secret world that we humans don't know and eventually finds it. I'm just kidding but she is the typical happy-go-lucky character. Other than that, Lucy is also shown to be brave, loyal, compassionate and a great fighter. She is also the most faithful to Narnia and Aslan out of the four siblings. Now, like HP, Narnia has a lot of characters but I'm only going to be discussing the other main ones and some of my favorites. So there's Aslan who is another main character. He is kinda like Jesus but a lion who can talk. Aslan is the son of the emperor beyond the sea who is the supreme ruler of all worlds. He is deeply compassionate, warm, spirited, sagacious, which is basically a million dollar word for wise, feel free to use it in your essays, and self-sacrificing among other admirable qualities. For the antagonist, we have Queen Jadis, or the White Witch, who conquers Narnia, apparently after eating an apple, rules it for a hundred years and is dethroned by the Pevensies. Then there is one of my favorite, one of the stupid evil idiots, Prince Rabidash, the idiotic arrogant son of the Thisrok in the horse and his boy, who is turned into a donkey. You get the details when you read the book, it's really funny. There is also Rippy Cheap, a brave mouse knight with a toothpick sword, you know the one I made to fly in the starting? And Aravis, my favorite, a courageous noble woman, and Brihi, Hini, Brini, Hui, Ha, or just Bri who is a talking horse and the horse in the horse and his boy. There is also Shasta, who is the boy in the horse and his boy, also known as Kor, the lost twin brother of Prince Corin, 
Yeah, the royalty of Narnia loves naming twins or brothers like that. There are also Prince or King Caspian, the title character of the book Prince Caspian, who becomes the king of Narnia and is royal, brave and true to the Narnians. Then there are a lot of talking animals, talking beavers, moles, rats, horses, donkeys, elephants, cheetahs, a minotaur, reindeers, salamanders, cats, lions, panthers, phoenixes, vultures, jaguars. Uh, yeah. So, that's all for Narnia. And now, for the moment of truth. We've discussed both the world thoroughly and did a lot of research Well, I did. Let's see who won. And the winner is... It's Harry Potter. I'm just saying I'm not biased, but the Wizarding Universe is just more diverse with lots of different people and personalities and creatures. But then the Chronicles of Narnia were made for a younger audience than of HP, so they are more easier to comprehend with a lot less complex emotions. But as a 13 year old, I would prefer to read the Harry Potter series more. So that was all for today. If you like this podcast, make sure to rate, review and follow us. If you're listening on YouTube, please like, share and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Bye.